all you young millennial assholes that keep going out and partying, go home. Stop killing old people, please. So that is actress Hillary Duff calling millennials bleep holes and saying you're killing old people. That wonderful stuff. By going out to eat, which is the view of a lot of you, I've noticed on the Twitter feed. And then other of you feel like I'm just, I don't know. I don't want to tell you what I did this weekend. Never mind. What'd you do? Stayed home. I did take my kids. No, I didn't. We had a great weekend. We did all sorts of stuff. I did take my kids to the uh, Bowling Alley Laser X, and uh, I don't know, I asked the parents of the other kids, and they said, sure. You're a blank hole millennial. Hillary Duff is right. I don't know. Well, I think people are getting uh, hip to the situation. We'll have to see what happens going forward, because I really don't know. I mean, we have a lot of really, really good information, because we do this for a living, and we spend a lot of time at it. And we're brilliant. (laughs) Um, But (laughs) I think normal people... I think are are still catching up to where we are. And and the basic facts are these. According to Dr. Fauci, who seems like a steady rolling guy, he's all right. Uh, He's the head in the National Institutes for Health. It looks like this thing is probably the coronavirus. And and they're not sure, but around 10 times deadlier than the flu for oldsters and immune compromised people. Quit asking Fauci political questions and trying to make it a... You know, damage Trump thing. That's not his thing. Right. Stop it, so media. Quit, quit putting oh. him in that position. How about we get the best information we can about this virus from the smartest guy about it and not try to make it about Trump with him? So many reasons to hate the media. So many. But so anyway, the long and short of it is it appears to be really, really deadly for vulnerable populations. And the problem is, the the, the odd thing is, if you're not vulnerable... You can have it and never have any idea or have mild symptoms and you think, I got a cold again. I always get cold. Therefore, and it's, it's a, uh, it's, it's a nasty mathematical equation. You got lots and lots of young, healthy people running around with it and it kills the old and the vulnerable. So that's why everybody's freaking out. It's, and listen, there are plenty of lefties who want to damage Trump, but the whole thing is not here to damage Trump. I mean, for instance, in France, they don't care. Got this great story from um, Loyal Listener. Even saying what you just said, you were out and about this weekend. Uh, Yeah, although increasing awareness, people are not shaking hands. Fine. Um, I'm certainly not hugging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My feelings are evolving on it as the science gets better and our understanding gets better about it. Uh, But there's uh, some beloved listeners of ours um, uh, headed to France for a long-planned trip. Oh, I just coughed. <coughs> Biden last Dry night. Dry cough. Biden, first question, talking about coronavirus, coughed, <coughs> and like 30 seconds later, scratched his face. Oh, huh? no. Idiot. Oh. So they leave last Wednesday, arrived in Paris Thursday morning, thinking they're going to stay for eight days. Sounds like a dream trip. Had the reservations for the Louvre, Versailles, the Look, Eiffel the Tower. Look, the Mona Lisa. Why is she smiling like that? A wine tour, smaller tours. President bans travel while we're in the air. People are panicking. However, U.S. citizens can always return, um, even though the administration should have made that more clear. Parisians weren't panicking. They have plenty of toilet paper. We had a couple of Airbnbs. Well, first, our return flight was canceled within five hours of our arrival. We rebooked. No change fees to Monday. Went out to walk around. Business as usual. Louvre reservations were still good. Then those were canceled. Followed on Saturday, about three hours before our tour for the Eiffel Tower. That's canceled. So we decided to shop, do souvenirs, nice Saturday dinner. 
The waiter made our decision to come home uh, a day earlier. He informed us all the restaurants would be closing at midnight. This is your last meal. Government was restricting all outings. We were informed by the small souvenir shops. They're closing, too. I can't even buy a little plastic piece of crap Eiffel Tower. No, sir. No tourists, no business. So we left Sunday morning. Um, half full, arrived in San Francisco, went through the CDC screening, questionnaire interview, then customs, no com- temperature taking, all of which took us 25 minutes, asked us to quarantine for 14 days, took names, numbers, asked relationships. Yeah. So it's an, it's a, it's a, we'd like you to do this. They don't make you. Uh, right. Yeah, okay. exactly. You know, speaking Did of Did you know Newton discovered algebra while on a quarantine? I, had, uh, I believe I'd heard that. It was some mathematical thing. Oh, really? I think algebra had been around longer than Newton. So he was a little bored. Calculus. Started noodling around. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, paper. while you're on a quarantine, you could accomplish something. Or you could binge watch a Netflix series, I suppose. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm doing. I'm, well, so would have Newton if he'd had Netflix. <laughs> I'm unlikely to invent calculus no matter what I got or don't got. <laughs> uh, on the other hand, I had a point. Oh, oh, one more reason to hate the media I am not making this up, my friends. I wouldn't do that. Within 90 seconds this morning, as I flipped about, I heard that the backups at customs at O'Hare, was it, that had the, which airport had the worst problem they were talking about? Doesn't really matter. Within 90 seconds, I heard it reported that the waits were up to seven hours. We're up to four hours. We're up to six hours within 90 seconds. So a rumor, a story, a tweet, whatever the the media, the news media, the so-called news media just repeats it, which is crazy. You know what's going to be one test case for handling this? Because we don't know if we're overreacting or not, but we're looking at Italy and Spain. And... We're not reacting, Jack. We're pre-acting. We're pre-acting. Do we need to or not? I don't know. Maybe we'll find out by watching Great Britain, because they're hardly doing anything. For a variety of reasons, they're just not doing this. Mm. And we'll see how it explodes there. Do they have many cases? I'll have to get on my uh, favorite uh, up-to-the-minute website. Yeah, I, I wonder. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, former White House economist Kevin Hassett. I don't it know. is an island. I mean. That helps. Yeah. So they're probably shooting, the, the, French, shooting the French on site. The uh, channel, they filled it in with rocks. Former White House economist Kevin Hassett, I don't know what administration he was with, said the odds of a global recession are close to 100% right now. Oh, yeah, the first quarter is screwed. But th- th- that just means there's negative economic growth for a cup of coffee. Everybody talks about the recession like it's a, some I sort know. of demon invasion know. or something. You How know, many... Satan rises up from the depths and occupies the, the earth. You know, it's, uh... How many recessions have I lived through? And if you hadn't told me 20. there was... And, and if you hadn't told me there was a recession, I wouldn't have known. Right. Only right. in certain businesses are you acutely aware anyway. Yeah, everybody speaks the word like it's saying Voldemort. I know. It'll be fine. Hey, look, we got a nasty, nasty disease. We're going to adjust for a little while, then we're going to readjust, and we'll all go on with our lives. Some people like to be afraid. It makes them feel like they're living. Yeah, yeah, I I know. Hillary Duff, for instance, apparently. Um. And we're certainly not one of the shows that's trying to uh, scare you, or but I read an account of somebody who got the coronavirus over the weekend. Blew a life. She looks to be, they didn't give her age, but she looked like she's about 40. Mm-hmm. And what it was like, I thought it was kind of interesting, so I'll pass that along next. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there's that. Wash your hands a lot. Or they'll impose martial law. We're going to have some really interesting court cases happening. 
I hope they have the oldsters of the Supreme Court sequestered so they stay healthy, but they got a lot of deciding to do, Supreme a lot Court of judging. canceled oral arguments today because of, because of the commie virus. Right. Only sign language and interpretive dance yeah. will be allowed. Puppet shows. Wise. And puppet arguments puppets as well. dipped in Lysol. It's the only thing they've got. <laughs> Disinfected puppets. Um, what the corona can be like. Coming up. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Jola came into the store. He dressed in a hazmat suit and started spraying certain items within the store. At this point, we know that approximately 13 people came in contact with this substance that was being sprayed. None of these individuals have shown any signs or any symptoms, and nobody has been transported at this time. What we know is that one of the individuals that was inside of the store came out and was able to follow the suspect and was able to get his license plate. That allowed our officers to be able to locate this individual and place him in custody. (laughs) For inciting a panic or something? So he was a nut job? Nah, he's probably some 22-year-old who thought it'd be funny. He's spraying Lysol. Whatever. So. Uh, he is just, in custody. Just a rundown of a couple of things before we hear from someone who had the coronavirus. Virus. The commie flu. The Federal Reserve cut interest rates basically to zero over the weekend. We can't, can't go anywhere from there. If we If we do go into a global recession and it lasts a long time, there's no country cutting interest rates to... Uh, to Pick up the slack. Uh, they're uh, starting trials today for a commie flu vaccine. If it went super, super great, it would be a year to year and a half before it would be out there. So it's probably going to have to go away on its own before we can. Mm-hmm. I uh, understand they're getting better at treatments, though. They're understanding the disease a little better. Trump did test negative for it over the weekend, although I think I would even advocate them lying to us if he tested positive, at least from the short term. I think. Oh, yeah. Does yeah. that seem like a good idea or not? No. We don't want to alert think so, but Putin and China. Yeah, I don't think no. you announced to China no. or North Korea or anybody else that the president's got the coronavirus until you have some idea of how big a deal it would be for That him. decision is made entirely through the lens of national security. Yeah, and I it think, should be. I think. Yeah. I mean, in a free society, ultimately, you can't be lying to us, but... Yeah, but this is it's a national security concern. Sure. It's like Reagan... Is it because yeah, the is... president's near death? You don't announce that because the Chinese would do something. They'd make a move. They'd take advantage of the chaos. Well, him being infected by it doesn't necessarily mean near death. But since he's kind of in the risk group age wise, is that yeah. why you play it a little closer I, to the? I would, yeah, see how things go. Yeah, right, I would right. certainly wait to see if he's one of the people that it's no big deal for before I would announce right. it. Yeah, I was you, thinking... you don't you don't announce it and then make your. Contingency plans. You get your contingency plans buttoned up. And by the way, lefties, your hero Woodrow Wilson was completely incapacitated by a stroke, and his wife ran the whole country for months, and they kept it a secret. So we have had a woman president. Yeah, we have. If we've had a woman president, it's been that one. Uh, Woodrow Wilson's Old wife. Lady Wilson. I was simply thinking about in the terms of kind of how we had the conversation about Tom Hanks. It'll be good to see a high-profile person get it and be fine. If he was fine, then you announce he had it, and he looked, he turned out fine. That would be a good thing. But if right. he's not fine, yeah, you got to be careful how you announce that. Um, And uh, so that's all you need to know. Here's a woman. I, I don't think it mentions here how old she was. It didn't in the story I read. She looks like she's about 40 to me, kind of in the prime of life. She's certainly not, you know, you're 80-plus. 
She's a nurse who got corona, and this is how it played out for her. Yes, I have coronavirus. I didn't go out and get it on purpose. Went to a medical conference. And on the day that we were getting ready to leave, I just kind of started having little sniffles. We got back to Crested Butte, and my muscles ached, and my joints ached really bad. It felt like somebody was, like, stabbing me with an ice pick. Then aches came with nausea. In the first three days of March, fever started. And then finally on Sunday night, I told my husband, I'm like, you need to take me to the ER. I'm just like not feeling very good. I feel like whenever I stand up, I want to collapse. I'm feeling like just really short of breath. I get extremely exhausted, but I feel like I'm getting healthier. So anyway, that's a pretty serious sickness for Mm -hmm. somebody in the prime of life who came across it. It doesn't seem to be... What happens with most people in the prime of life? You hate to get a dread disease at a medical seminar. I mean, it's like going broke at a financial investment seminar or something. Like it just, you walk out of there broke. Right. What happened? <laughs> hey, where did my savings account go? That's a bad uh, medical conference. <laughs> I can't believe they're shutting down the big casinos in Vegas. Are they doing that voluntarily? I think so, yeah. It's at the strong suggestion of the uh, CDC. I want to know more on these decisions. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in it personally. Did lawyers tell them? Uh, is it financially a good idea? Do they realize, look, we're going to have like 500 people in a hotel that holds 3,000. We can't keep all our maids here and all the food ready at the restaurant mm-hmm. and the yeah. lights on and come out ahead. At so that just, capacity, we're yeah. already operating at a loss. I wonder if that's yeah. Huh. I wonder if that's some of it. I don't know. Uh, you know that could be a factor. That's an interesting point. I just have a feeling that Dr. Fauci and his folks are saying to the major companies, "Look, we could have millions of people die. Millions. We're going to shut it down for a couple of weeks, maybe a month. See what happens." you got to do this for us. And I think a lot of companies are saying yes. Because when you see the data, it's no joke. I mean, you see the, the data coming out of South Korea and, and Europe. It's nasty. And so, and, and honestly, we'll all be fine. The working folks who are living paycheck to paycheck, barely making the rent, and now they're not going to make any tips, or they're being laid off or something like that, that is a serious problem for them. And and people left, right, and center are saying, we're going to have a massive bailout for you and pass laws saying you can't be evicted and the utility companies can't shut off your lights and the Internet companies can't shut off your Internet and the rest of it. It'll be interesting to see legislatively what passes and, you know, to what extent uh, it's a good idea. It's not a minor thing to shut down a giant casino in Vegas. Oh, no. Oh, no. But maybe the math doesn't work out. We're not going to have enough people here to pay pen or teller. And I, I don't, don't know. I don't. I don't care about the casinos and their management companies, but the thousands of people who work there. I, I am concerned about those people. They're nice folks. Send the Blue Man Group home. <laughs> oh, boy, we got no money for them. All three of them. Um, that's tell them else. to finally, uh, you know, put some paint thinner to that stuff. Oh, so I was. Uh, I won't say what I was involved in. I was involved in some decision making for something, whether it should go on or not. And uh, it seemed to me that the the academic types were quick to shut things down, and the people that aren't were more open to, well, let's see if they make us or not. Let's right because if you if you are in the university setting, you never worry about how you're going to pay your electric bill. You can't get fired. There's no such thing as profit. Right. None of these things are a consideration. So and sure, it just grows and grows and grows. Shut down all these things is just it's just a theoretical exercise for you. Let's shut this puppy down. But if I run a restaurant and I close it down for a month, 
I know a lot of people operate on a very thin make-it-or-break-it margin. That can oh, do yeah. you in. Oh, yeah. Well, the government, be, uh, yeah, when? when? When will that check exactly get here? Because i got to pay my cooks and everything. Or they'll quit. And, I mean, it, it snowball pretty fast. Right, right. Yeah, so there will be massive, massive aid packages announced. And keeping in mind that the government doesn't have any money. Nobody wants to hear this, but during good times, we spent more than we had. Now there's bad times. And, well, anyway, you know know the rest of that. A buddy of mine was in Vegas over the weekend. He said it was really weird. The sidewalks were empty. At that time, the lights were all still on, but there were just no people anywhere. Mm -hmm. Like something out of a movie. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to go to these places. I mean, if I were a, a traveling man like I used to be, I'd really like to check them out and see them. Um, you can fly to practically anywhere for nothing, but there's nothing to do once you get there. At the risk of sounding like Bernie, you could go to www.youtubes, the YouTubes, the YouTubes <laughs> dot, and find video of it pretty quickly. And it's I not the same as experiencing in person. Oh, you can no, imagine walking down the strip in Vegas and it's, there's no people. Right. Wow. The hookers are just sitting there on a street corner playing cribbage. That's roughly what it's like at about 5.15 a.m. Based on my experience, <laughs> that is that is the quiet zone of, oh, of yeah. Vegas. Yeah, that's, that's the the most ashamed among us are walking to our hotels. Hour. Oh, the sun's yeah. coming up. Oh man, we don't even look at each other as we pass each other at that time of day in Las Vegas. Shame, shame. Yeah, nothing went right if you're walking shame. back at that time. <laughs> right. right, walking around with your winnings. <laughs> The Armstrong and Getty Show. Hey, uh, Hanson, can you put that back up on the screen? That The White House is denying something we talked about earlier. I shouldn't use the word de- denying. That's prejudicial. They, they have stated it's not true. The report that uh, the president is recommending a nationwide curfew. There's some internet traffic on that. So they denied it. That the reason the hotels in Vegas are closing down, the reasons and other things are happening is this week Trump is going to announce a nationwide curfew like they've got in Italy and Spain and various other places. And uh, White House is saying they're not. I don't think they probably are. Nationwide doesn't seem like it would make sense in our country. I could see it happening in Seattle or San Francisco or maybe even a state, but I can't imagine nationwide. That would just be crazy. Wouldn't it? Yes. Yeah. You ever been to rural Wyoming or well, right. a lot of these different places? Yeah, and I'm not even sure what that would mean. I'm not no allowed to leave my tra- home. There are three people in the, the 50 square miles of here. So you can't travel interstate? You can't go from suburb A to suburb B or what? It just They'd have to be a lot more particular about it than some, that. Some things that have actually happened. By the way, can we hear Bernie's uh, plan? How he's? They were actually asked during the debate last night. What is Since your old? What, what's your personal plan for how to deal with this? I'm using a lot of soap. There you and, go. Uh, <laughs> and they actually said you're both in the high risk category. They're like, oh, what? Thanks, thanks for reminding everybody. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Hey, but we didn't even mention this. Everybody agrees. How much better was the debate with no crowd? Everybody um, agrees. Everybody, everybody yeah. agrees. Vastly better, according to everyone. Unanimous. Never, but they'll have the stupid idiot audiences again. Just well, that's what we've always done. So we'll just keep doing it. Is it because donors or something? I and don't know. and without the crowds, 
the moderators could just let them talk. They didn't have to. Your you, your minute is up. Now you get 30 seconds. They just went back and forth and just stand back and let them talk. Yeah, eventually. And there's no reason not to. And if a conversation kind of died down, moderator jumped in with a question. It, That's the way to do debates from here on out. Part on. of that, too, was the fact that it was only two people. Absolutely. You, you could have the definite back and forth without Absolutely. six people saying, hey, no, I, I yeah. was mentioned. Let me yeah, get, yeah, let me get your hand. Yeah. This is an existential crisis. Bingo. Bingo. <laughs> Coming up, a two-part, a two-ply, if you will, feature on the toilet paper panic of 2020. So what's actually happening? Late last night, the CDC issued new guidance. So this isn't a law. This is just a guideline recommending that for the next two months, no gatherings of 50 or more people. Two months of no Little League games, weddings, family reunions, church at all. No gatherings of 50 or more people for the next right. two months. Right. Uh, by the point of no last parties, night. No parties, no golf tournaments, no nothing. Many states and localities had beaten the, the CDC to the punch. Massachusetts, the governor closed schools in the state for three weeks, restricted restaurants to takeout and delivery only, banned gatherings of 25 people or more. That's really a small gathering. In California, uh, Governor Gavin Newsom requested, requested, not uh, it's the law or anything, I'm just, I'm just asking. The bars and clubs throughout the state close and mandated, mandated. So is it? A, do you get a ticket? If you're 65 or older, uh, you need to be in home isolation. Mandated. Wow. Is that true? If I, you're 66 and you go out on the street, are you going to get thrown in jail or what's going to happen to you? What's the enforcement mechanism? I don't know. I happen to know a number of fellas 65 and older and gals, too, who play golf. And they should be practicing home isolation. It's been mandated by the governor. It's the, the you're out in the fresh air. Why did you? You're not going to get the coronavirus from a squirrel. Is there a reason you chose sixty five? <laughs> you're right. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> what if I lie and say I'm sixty four when the cops ask me? Hit you him gonna, straight. You're going to check my ID, your birth certificate. Uh, Ohio, Illinois, New York, Maryland, and D.C., among other states that have instituted similar regulations. <clears throat> Thirty some states have canceled school. I'm told by my uh, friend uh, uh, Mike, the Illinois attorney, that the uh, suggestion that the restaurants close carries the force of law in Illinois. Not such in California, although pretty, pretty Gavin Newsom is threatening martial law if people don't comply voluntarily. And I didn't I'm not know. sure he gets to declare martial law based on what's going on now. And, and I didn't know till this weekend that a governor or mayor or whoever can close the restaurants just because they want to. I think it'd be best for society. You're closed. I'm really? still not sure that's the case, and it depends state by state on the way the laws are worded. So, the, boy, the the laws and courts of America will be busy with this stuff for a long time. I was at the grocery store Sunday because Judy and I, who rarely cook at home, decided, well, the restaurants are closing and the rest of it, so I suppose we ought to have some groceries. So we actually went, and as I mentioned earlier, I searched in vain for chicken breasts. They were all gone. And then I searched in vain for ground beef. That was all gone. The expensive steaks and shrimp and stuff, that was still there. So, you know, if you have money, you're going to be fine. But I was I kept thinking I just wasn't seeing it. I, but no, finally I figured out it's all picked through. But I did not stop by the toilet paper aisle. Didn't even occur to me. We were just trying to look for food. Um, but... Frantic shoppers across America, you've heard this, have cleared shelves of face masks and hand sanitizer. Okay, we get that. It's preventative. But the toilet paper? (laughs) Why the toilet paper? It's funny now. There are articles appearing. uh, Why are people hoarding toilet paper? Mm. And you got everything from, here's this uh, psychologist. 
I don't believe in silent letters. <laughs> he says, coronavirus is engendering a sort of survivalist psychology where we must live as much as possible at home and thus stock up on the essentials. And Stephen Taylor, clinical psychologist and author of The Psychology of Pandemics, says, there's comfort in knowing that it's there, that we're well stocked. We all eat, and we all sleep, and we all poop. It's a basic need to take care of ourselves. Yeah, but my toilet paper is always there. It always has been there, and if I bought my regular amount, it would always be there. Well, yeah, and the big companies are, are saying, hey, we got plenty. We're making play. In fact, we'll make you more if you need. There's going to be more than <laughs> right. enough toilet paper to go yeah. around. But then the psychologist, Jack, and he goes on to explain why people want to be able to wipe their butts. It's about being clean and presentable and sociable. And then what he goes on. He goes on. <laughs> and I'm not even going to read what he said. Okay. I just see, I won't. I won't. I'm not going to. You know, it's kind of the basic ins and outs of the whole situation. Yeah, why you want to wipe your hiney? Yeah, thank you, doctor. Thank you so much. Because I was about to stop. Does he just read from everybody poops, or what does he do? Yeah, more or less, more or less. But the panic buying Georgia Pacific has said um, we're ramping up a production. It's a, we've had twice our normal demand, but we're fine. We'll we'll adjust. We'll we'll make as much as you need. Meanwhile, Newport, Oregon, police are saying, do not call 911 because you're out of toilet paper. Oh, good Lord. It's hard to believe we have to no, post this, no. said you the You go coppers. to their home and you give them a little wood shampoo. Maybe not some <laughs> sense into them. It's messed up. <laughs> Jack is in favor of police brutality if you call 911 to say you're out of toilet yes. paper. I uh, At least a tasing. Oh, boy. Maybe a brief Tasteful tasing. I mean, you don't need to bring people, you know, down the knees soaking their pants. Now you really need your toilet paper. <laughs> but just a little, just just a little, just a little Mr. Zappity. <laughs> a little negative reinforcement there. Oh, my God. Really? So we got this text. Oh wow, my- wow. Then, they, then the cops said, um, blah, blah, blah. among their suggestions, if you do run out, grocery store receipts, newspaper, Cloth rags, magazine pages, cotton balls, and even leaves. Be resourceful. Be patient. There is a TP shortage. This too shall pass. Just don't call 911. We cannot bring you toilet paper. Weirdos. Uh, We got this text uh, earlier today. Oh, my God. Just got back from Safeway. Place was packed at 7 a.m. No eggs, no bread. Forget any paper products. I did self-checkout with a basket full over $100. No pasta. I got bananas and the last red potato. <laughs> wow. Yeah, we couldn't find an onion. All they had was organic onions. And Judy said, and I'm won't? not paying that for an onion. Really? I said, just go ahead. We need an onion. No, I'm not paying that. <laughs> All right. That's funny. Take a stand. She said, I think we have one in the drawer at home. I said, but it might be skanky. She said, I'm not paying that. All right. Oh, dirt. I will tell you this. And I have a fair, a high degree of confidence in this. The people got the word on the travel ban who were overseas. Everybody rushed to the airport right then, took the first flight home. The airports were packed. Customs were packed, the rest of it. If you'd waited three days, you could have skated through. Something tells me you can buy all the eggs and toilet paper and non-organic onions you want on Wednesday. I have a pretty strong yeah. feeling that's oh, yeah. going to be the case. I agree. And everything will be fine. You can still drive through restaurants, or they got shrimps at the uh, grocery store. If you're a rich guy and can afford you a few shrimps, they still have those. At what point does it become the force of law 
that you're not allowed to go out and do stuff. That's what I'm wondering this week. That is going to be a legal, ethical, judicial question uh, that will uh, echo for decades. Start a re- If they impose martial law to prevent disease deaths, that will be a major moment in American history. And that's not like radio guy hyperbole. It will be a turning point in American history. So like Hoboken, New Jersey has got a curfew right now, 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. Unless it's uh, for a medical reason or you're on your way to work. Mm -hmm. So we would, I guess, get pulled over in that circumstance. Where are you going? I'm on my way to do a radio show. Yeah. And you got to prove it somehow? What show? Maybe they give you a little wood shampoo and taser. Boy, you're really... a lot of beatings in your world. Martial law. <laughs> Martial That's Marshall Phillips. Completely Luce different fine, than Marshall. By the way, law. we actually checked. He's yeah. fine. Of course, he's fine. Um, but well, anyway, it's yeah. gonna be. It's, I because I, I kind of felt like we'd reached the end of the road. All the stuff I didn't think could happen has happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, schools closed for a month, and all sports and gatherings are done. I didn't think there was another step, but I suppose there is a, another step if they actually order us to stay in our homes. Yeah, they'll see how voluntary compliance is, and if bars stay open are and are packed again, you might see the next step taken. But the governor mandated... And lots of wood shampoos, apparently. Mandated people over 65 stay home. What does that mean? I don't know. i got to figure out what that means. It would be extraordinary. I don't know that this has ever happened. This has ever happened in our country's history. Where they made this many people take away this many people's freedom to move, yeah, or do anything. I don't think it has. Is it a suggestion? Yeah, there are there are various times throughout history. One of the most famous ones is uh, Lincoln suspending a bunch of different things during the Civil War, including habeas kinda, corpus, which kinda, is the bedrock of liberty. But you yeah. kind of think it's the Civil War. I mean, you know, there's almost not going to be a country to to worry about anymore. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, World War One. There's a period there that Woodrow Wilson, the great progressive, it was illegal to like write an article in a newspaper or give a speech on a corner bad mouthing the U.S. getting in, involved in World War One. It mm-hmm. was against the law, right? And that happened for a while. Yeah, utterly unconstitutional. So, yeah. people tend to do crazy stuff when they're panicked, including governments and including government leaders. We'll keep an eye on them for you. If you know anything about this, our text line four one five two nine five KFTC. With business, there's wins and there's losses, and this is one, a situation where cutting my uh, cutting my losses is the right thing to do. The bulk of it was purchased with just driving around to uh, retail stores in the Chattanooga area. The pricing on Amazon was definitely higher than retail. Would you say you're sorry? Sorry for purchasing. Sorry for buying all of this. Hmm. No, I don't think that I would. <laughs> That's the guy that had 18,000 bottles of hand sanitizer and was going to try to make his big score. He was, this is actually funny. He was, 
He told a New York Times reporter, uh, if I can make a slight profit, that's fine, but I'm not looking to be in a situation where I make the front page of the news for being that guy who hoarded hoarded 20,000 bottles of sanitizer and tried to sell it for 20 times where it cost me. He told a New York Times reporter. Which in of other course, words, I wouldn't have done it except I thought I could get away with it. And he didn't end up on the front page, but he ended up on a page of yeah. most newspapers. Yeah. Funny. Front page of the sports page right now, Major League Baseball Commissioner Rob Manford is having a conference call at noon advising all teams to shut down their facilities. Uh, they're bracing for a delay of baseball as late as July now. No baseball? It's a, but I want to... Oh, man. I don't know where I am on this responsibility to my fellow man question re the commie flu <clears throat> yet. Uh, New York Times reporter covering plagues was asked on the daily why, why healthier younger people should take social distancing seriously. Because as you've seen, the bars and restaurants have been packed with young people. Some places they booted them out, some people they haven't. He said, do you have a parent? Do you have a grandparent? Do you want to be the vector that carries that disease to them? Do you know anybody and love anybody who's older and might be frail? You don't want your last memory of that person being that you gave them the virus that killed them. You'll kick yourself for the rest of your life if you did that. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I know I would. Dr. Fauci? I was going to go visit my parents. Now I'm not. They they don't want me. There are multiple reasons for that. But... <laughs> it goes back to high school. Well, number At least. one, they're ashamed of me. Number two, I might have the coronavirus. <laughs> And there's the disappointing them over. Anyway, the point is, yeah, that rings true to me. So it's pretty dramatic. Um, Dr. Fauci asked yesterday, would you go to a restaurant? And on Face the Nation, he said, I wouldn't go to a restaurant. I certainly would not. I would not go to a restaurant. I certainly wouldn't get on a plane for a pleasure trip. It would have to be something really urgent. Um, Mayor of one major city last week was a number of cities have done this. They're wiping out parking downtown that you didn't have to pay for parking to try to bring more people to restaurants. Mm-hmm. Well, that ended quickly. Now they're saying, no, 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 no. That thing I said two days ago, forget oh, it. About going to restaurants to support them? No, no, don't go at all. Right. Right. Now, somebody did have the excellent suggestion of, if you think about going out to eat, if you think we would have gone out to eat tonight, get a gift certificate from the ref- restaurant. You could probably do it online. Mm. And that'll keep them money coming in and then oh, that's you'll, a pretty good you, idea. you'll use it eventually and oh my god and then buy, i eat the gift certificate then you eat the gift certificate exactly or wipe your butt with it because there's no <laughs> toilet paper that was coarse here's your host your course host for our final thoughts of course of course oh uh, so oh yeah hey uh buy your favorite band's merch too because they can't play any shows now they're already broke. My goodness. Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew. He's pressing the buttons in the control room. Michelangelo, final thought? Yeah, my parents are over 65, and so they can't get out of the house now. So, Mom and Dad, if you're listening, I will get you a fake ID. Shh. So you mm. can get out. <laughs> yes, that's a pretty funny idea. 70-year-olds with fake IDs that say they're 64. <laughs> Positive Sean, our producer. Final thought? Just another shout-out to the Find My app, which uh, saved my hiney as it was able to track down my phone that I had misplaced over the weekend over a night of shenanigans. And, uh, and yeah, it, it's a free app, and it was fantastic, and I'm so happy to have my phone back. Maybe it can find your dignity. No, that's impossible. Jack, a final thought for us? I do have to figure out where I am with the social responsibility, because... Because part of my go-to plan for entertaining my kids, since they're home from school for a month, 
is we usually go to the park or out to eat or the mall or a variety of places. But if I'm, you know, if I'm going to buy into the fact that I shouldn't be anywhere, just all of us at home for a month? Yeah, the irony of this is too much. Uh, my wife and I are both homebodies, and we actually, it wasn't a New Year's resolution, but it was a resolution. We got to get out more. We decided this year, we're going to socialize more, we're going to see more people, we're going to attend more events, we're going to get out of the house. Well, so much for that. God said no. Apparently. You had it right the first time, Joseph. The universe doesn't want you out. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank. So little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. You can follow us on all the social media. All of our podcasts are there. Listen to our extra-large podcast with Dr. Dean Blumberg. Very interesting. And much more. Hey, there are a bunch of states voting tomorrow. Are people going to show up to the polls when you're not supposed to gather anywhere? Some have canceled it. See you tomorrow. God bless America. You having a good time? Okay, I, I did not say okay. that. I've sat here for over three hours and 15 minutes. <laughs> that sucks. If you wish to leave, you may. Let me just say how very, very dismaying and disappointing. Not uh, good. And just change the channel from this mesmerizing horror show. We'll be better tomorrow than we were today. Then we heard the words. It's over for me. Adios, mofo. Okay, so we're, we're, you're, we're dismissed, is that correct? Do you want to rephrase uh, what you're doing? I'm using a lot of soap and uh, hand sanitizers. Armstrong and Getty.